What's up? This is Coach Alonzo Carter, running back coach and recruiting coordinator for the 2020 Mountain West Champions, San Jose State Spartans. And you're listening to the All-Pro Jaffos. Spartan up. going on ladies and gentlemen welcome to episode 72 of the all pro joppos we're not nameless we're not faceless definitely definitely born for fucking greatness here to break it down while breaking ground i'm your host jp is always with me the best dj in the entire fucking country mr dj matt sticks and we have the one and only 610 beast from the south beach from the southeast, Mr. Country Kate. And uh Konnichiwa people. And happy and, uh, Father's Day. Yes, happy Father's Day to yes, everybody sir. on this beautiful Sunday. That's probably that's uh pretty much the reason why Ms. Jen isn't gonna be with us today. She's probably doing something with her dad. Uh, but again, from all of us, happy Father's Day to everybody. Yesterday uh, was Juneteenth. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday. Uh, June 20th, 2021, from yesterday. Uh, happy Juneteenth to everybody yesterday. Matt Six, talk a little bit about that event you did yesterday, man. Talk about so, it. Uh, so yesterday was uh, up in uh, Placerville. Everybody know Placerville. Well, if you don't, you should know Placerville. It's pretty red up there. Uh, very Trump country, very uh, proud boyish, very uh, three percenters. We just going to name them all out. All these, yeah. you know, the bad folks. <laughs> um but, you know, a group of us, you know, we've been making change up there. So yesterday was uh, Placer County's first ever uh, Juneteenth celebration that was organized by See My Child. Um, it's not my organization, but it's an organization that I'm affiliated with. Actually, the organizer of that event is one of my admins for my organization. So we just all kind of, everybody's tied in together. So there's about right now, there's about six, seven different organizations. So we had different vendors out there yesterday. Uh, the Tuskegee Airmen was out there yesterday. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, we had the Tuskegee Airmen out there yesterday. Yeah, so Damn. it was a nice, a nice official event. It may have been maybe 15 black people, but a whole lot of white people came out to support. <clears throat> you know, it is what it is. It's a black holiday. We're not going to commercialize it, you know. Uh, we still want more. We're still waiting for reparations, but, you know, we'll see, you know, we take, you know, baby steps. So, you know, you got to crawl before you can walk. So we, so we still want the top, but we got to start somewhere. So, you know, as them acknowledging it as a federal holiday, you know, it's a start, you know, I know there's mixed signals. Some people like, it's not good enough. Well, you know, we didn't have that. So, you know, at least we got that, you know, so. I, I, wish, you know, I wish we could get a whole month and not 28 days, you know, why we can't get one of the like, you know, March, you know, March for Black History Month. We can't even get a full month. You know, we got to wait four years to get 29 days on a leap year. So, you know, so. But yeah, that was a good event. So I DJed that yesterday, and it was just good just to see community come together. Uh, you know, they had food out there. 
You know, I put on the, uh, what song did I put on? I had the whole crowd up there. Uh, what was that shit? Uh, yeah, the man, Cupid Shuffle. Cupid Shuffle, yeah. So all the folks got up, you know, they made it. Now I started playing it and enough folks wasn't up. So they was like, start that over. So I started over, somebody came and grabbed the mic and they started making everybody get up. And you'll see the videos. You got the old white lady dancing in the video. You got just the whole community getting together, just, you know, just having a good time together, just making change. So, you know, it's slowly coming, but it's definitely happening. So, bro, we were playing the fuck out of that song at my wedding. Oh, yeah, we finna turn it up. I got a whole no. playlist with it. <laughs> bro, that song, everybody will be on the fucking dance floor mm-hmm. for that song. I promise you. Uh, prop, uh, basically, all the line dancing songs my family is all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that that shit's great to see though. I saw the yeah. live video and everything of it. I was just like, you know, you know, it's good to see community come together and kind of acknowledge because that's the whole thing we talk about, man. The more we can acknowledge our past, the more we can, you know, move on to the future. Mm-hmm. Just learn from our shit. Let's not make the same mistakes. You know, when we do make those mistakes, apologize and become a better person. That's all yeah. you got to do. It's really simple. And it was cool. Really it was simple to be a good human being. And also yesterday marked the uh, very first uh, year of my organization as well. Yesterday, that's kind of when we got started was Juneteenth. That was my first protest that I had organized on Juneteenth. I was with year. you on so, that. Yeah, yeah, you came yeah. out there, yeah. So you know, it marks a year. So that picture popped. That picture popped up again on my Facebook timeline okay. yesterday. Yeah, I saw so, it. And yeah. I was like, oh, "Shit, that's right. We were out there." Yeah, yep. On so, that day. It's been uh, cool to see, like, just like a, uh, and like a lot of people out there, they didn't know that it was like so, like many people, like like-minded people. It wasn't until we started the organization and really got going, and people was like, "Man, there's like there's more of us out here." So it's just having these events. You know, it's just more and more people coming out and seeing, like, you know, like, we're not out here just about, you know, rah, rah, rah. Yeah, we're going to protest when we need to. But, you know, we more about, you know, trying to build that bridge in the community, just trying to bring everybody together. And, you know, we all got to we all got to live together. We all got to cohabitat together. So we might as well just all be a family and fuck all the bullshit. <laughs> we don't have to always agree. Yep. But we got to be able to fucking listen at some point. And yep. by all means, people, don't be so sensitive. Let's take some fucking jokes, too. Like, man, I've seen a lot of these people got there just getting hammered and stuff like that because of a joke. These comedians out here can't really do their job. Yeah. They're, they're supposed to find basically funny in a dark place. That's what mm-hmm. they're there for. Stuff to make that normally makes us feel uncomfortable. They get us to release a little bit of tension and laugh. That's their job. That's what they're there to do. You got to have a sense of humor about things. You can't go through life all pissed off and everything all the time. There's a time to fight and there's a time to laugh. You can be able to do both. So let's just just get better as a people, man. Just one step at a time. One step at a time. Let's not get the... We don't get complacent. We don't get too comfortable where we're at, but we got to at least be able to appreciate the steps that you take. Right, because every step is in the right direction. You at least have to be proud of that. Yeah, yep. All right, let's get into it. First topic of the day. Gotta talk about that MMA and boxing and stuff like that. Look, <laughs> oh, Matt Six. Let, <laughs> what? Let him know, man. What? What? What the fuck just happened? Man, what are we looking so, at? Right so here? This, this this story comes out the other day that Logan Paul has decided that you know he just. 
I guess he feeling like he on top of the world, you know, because he didn't lose to Mayweather. I guess, you know, he went on eight rounds. So now this cat wants to call out Mike Tyson. Like somewhere in that last fight, you got hit in your head too hard, thinking you finna call out Mike Tyson and go step in the ring. Talking about Tyson is old. Tyson may be old, but Tyson will whoop your ass. So <laughs> you, you know, you know what I think it is. I think I think Logan is still salty from that press conference that they had, when basically Tyson said straight up to Logan's face, "Mayweather's gonna whoop your ass." Mm-hmm. Uh, it may yeah. be salty when it comes to that, but. He, Dude, Logan, let's look at it. You were 0-1 going into the Mayweather fight. You went the distance. Sure. Cool. But you're technically 0-2 now because, yes, that whole fight you were getting your ass kicked. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If you go against Mike Tyson and not even – so when you call him out like this, you're not asking for exhibition, Mike Tyson. Nah. You're asking for the baddest man on the planet. And when you're asking for the baddest man on the planet, more than likely, you're going to get the baddest man on the planet. Yeah. And I keep saying it because Mike Tyson, I think, would kill that man. In the first, first if you don't go, like, exhibition, like, so if you go exhibition rules, but you allow the KOs, like, they did in this last fight. Best believe Tyson's gonna want to do. It. Tyson's gonna want to go. Okay, you know now he's talking shit. He just got his ass whooped and everything. You saw what I did to Roy Jones Jr. You know that I can still move. You know that I can still pack a fucking punch. Mm-hmm. And this, there's not a weight difference anymore. There, there's not a that Logan Paul outweighing you know, Floyd by 30 pounds, 40 pounds or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. It's not like you got a guy who's the same weight, if not heavier than you are, years of boxing experience and still has speed and movement, even at his age right now. The boy, the, and <laughs> those dudes are getting great. They're either bold or they're stupid. I mean, his lawyer, his lawyer even told him, he was like, don't do it. He's like, Tyson will rip your head off. And he told his lawyer, he's like, you seen what I just did with Floyd? What made you think I can't beat Tyson? I'm like, well, you didn't do nothing with Floyd. Like, okay, you went eight rounds, but what did you we really can do? watch the tape. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> what the, uh, you know what? In a way, I kind of hope it happens because you know what? I would love to see Mike Tyson. Just give him a liver shot that puts him down forever. That just one of those <laughs> huge body shots that Tyson was known for. Yeah. I'm like, you ain't built like Jones. Like, Jones, like, he took the punches, but clearly he was in the hospital after with some broken ribs. Like, <laughs> you ain't finna, you ain't built like that. Bro, Mike Tyson. What, what do you think, Kay? You got the, you got the background up there. see. <laughs> <laughs> What are you thinking right now? This. <laughs> this. <laughs> like this. <laughs> this. Exactly this. If you want to fucking oh. look at that right now. Like, <laughs> uh, like, what the fuck is he thinking? You know? Uh, I don't know. I think, I think he thinks that he's going off of science. Like, these dudes science. aren't... 
Yeah, science. What the fuck does science have to do with any of this? Science tells you, science tells you that when you know people get older, they lose a step or two. They, you know, they, they, their body starts to slow down. You know what I mean? Their, their, their reflexes aren't as fast as of a of a younger person. So if you if you put yourself in that mentality, thinking, oh, he's just old. I'm, I'm you know what I mean? I, I got the youth on my side. Boxers, when they get older, skill outweighs, you know what I mean, speed and all that shit. Yeah, they have and to this, adapt. The older that you get, that's just what you and have how to he, do. How he swung at Mike when Floyd was blocking all them bullshit-ass throws, and he was just tuckering himself out, out there. Mike go uppercut the fuck out of him, and it's over <laughs> with. That quickly. So I'm going to still be looking like this at the end of the day, like at the beginning or end of the fight. I'm going to have my best side of the baby impression without laughing. It's, it's just like, but there's always those cases in history that, yeah, like you said, like the older people get, it's just naturally how it happens. But there's always those one, two, you know, handful of people who defy the odds of father time. You know, Tom Brady, great example of one person. At 43, 44, he shouldn't be doing what he's doing, but he's doing it. I think Mike Tyson is in one of those categories because this dude, it, even at his age, we saw, we saw how he came in. He was in shape. He looked fucking good. He still looks fast. He still has the head movement. He still has the footwork. Granted, is he as fast as he was when he was 19, 20 years old? You know, becoming the youngest heavyweight champion of all time? No. But I can tell you right now, he still moves better than half of the current fucking heavyweights in the the division. See, I don't think uh, Tyson going to fight him because, like, Tyson responded – and he wasn't happy about uh, Floyd fighting him. He's like fighting YouTubers. is like watching WWE. So he didn't even think it was a smart move for Floyd to be boxing him anyway. So I don't think he's, he's not going to waste his time. Like Tyson, though, like, what's the benefit in there for him? Like, besides just whooping. Well, I mean, the, the charities <laughs> and stuff that he's doing, that's the benefit. I mean, that's what yeah. he's been doing the exhibitions and stuff for now. You know, lately, it's got to go to his charity. So I think it would be something, especially if Logan Paul and his team can give, because you got to be able to give Tyson the incentives to do it. Mm-hmm. It's got to be good enough. The money's got to be good enough, whether it's going to charity or whatever. It's, it's got to be good enough for him to agree to do that. Now, if he does do it, again, we might just see Logan Paul end up dying, you know, on live TV. But – It'll be worth the 40, 50 bucks that we're going to have to pay to see Logan Paul die on my, on my TV against Mike Tyson. It's just. That shit going to be 100. It's going to be 100 because you forgot he signed the Showtime now. Who? Logan? Yeah, they got a deal with Showtime. Oh, my God. <laughs> yo, yo, you got to read a little bit. <laughs> hey, hey, Showtime boxing. It, I don't know how you'll ever hear this. Fucking bad move. Bad so. move. I don't think so. Horrible move. Now, when it comes to money and people wanted to, 
people wanting to pay money to see these dudes get their asses kicked, people are going to do it. But it's almost making a joke of the sport at that point. It's like, bro, you got all these talented boxers out there that deserve to be getting their name and deserve these pushes, and then they're getting outshined by a YouTuber? Like, ah, bro. If I was a boxer, I'd be pissed. To be completely honest with you, I'd be pissed off. Two things. Two things. Firstly, if you were a boxer and you were pissed off, take your energy out on your opponent and start getting bigger fights. That's first. Secondly, to be Showtime's advocate, how many fights have you watched on Triller before the Logan Paul series? I don't think any. I don't think I I even watched. The only thing on Triller that I watched was the one I went to Mad Six House when we watched the the Tyson Jones fight. fight. That was on Triller. I have never paid for a Logan or Jake Paul fight. That was before a Paul brother fight, bro. Oh, that was that was after. Oh, uh, after before it don't matter. They still was on there. My point is, they're drawing people to that shit. You know what I'm saying? They drawing people to come watch. They draw Floyd out by paying him 190 million, however much it was. They're there he he has the ability to get people to pay to come watch fights. That's why Showtime got him. It had nothing to do about his ability and skill. It's, a, it's, it's his watchability. How many people coming? That's a business move. It ain't got nothing to do about his skill. Business is business, bro. They ain't even think about skill. They think about survival because people really ain't, like, people really want to watch a Showtime like that. Not the fights. They getting people now, like, on their regular network, but Showtime H- boxing HB, ain't getting no views. HBO, like HBO and Top Rank and ESPN, especially, like, ESPN Plus, they started taking over a lot of viewership when it came to boxing so showtime really was starting to kind of lose its its luster when it came to having fights even on their regular programming not even their pay-per-view buys Thank um, you for hbo was taking all that yeah you're right and that but again that's pay-per-view buys that's not that's but, not but regular okay, so, tv but that's my point so they're thinking business they're trying to get that business money they're not thinking nothing else but business. They're not thinking anything about trying to keep the culture alive, trying to keep any views and anything like that alive. They're thinking money, business. We're trying to stay alive, bro. So to, in order to do that, in order to do that, we got to get a Paul brother. We got to get these Paul brothers. They're getting people to come. They're filling seats. You know what I'm saying? Like, we able to get I just need. Now. I just need to see. I just need to see both of them get knocked out by a real fighter. Well, you gonna see them showtime. And then no, showtime nobody, will... nobody will take them seriously after that point. I mean, I don't think anybody really, truly takes them seriously now. But still, that I got that. But at the same time, all them fighters got a price. It ain't like you buying people out like that. But all them fighters got a price. Every single one of them. That's why they signed up to fight. They ain't fighting for free. And if they was doing that, they'd be in jail or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's some real. So they fighting for money. They fighting to beat their family. So some of them going to take that Showtime money. Because Showtime got the money to take that risk to pay somebody. 
might fuck around to see uh, Jake Paul fight. Uh, which one fall Floyd? You gonna see the other Paul brother fight that boy Logan. on Showtime? Yeah, so the other brother gonna fight Floyd on Showtime. Jake gonna fight. Jake him. Jake is fighting Woodley. I'm saying yeah. not now. I'm not saying now, but I'm saying no. I said soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's coming up. That's already signed, sealed, and delivered. Like we know that's coming. You know what I'm saying? But that that that's to be Showtime's advocate because I I agree with you. It's a joke and it's all bullshit because it's like y'all could be trying to get <clears throat> other fights that people want to see, but you're not. But it's so like they trying to get. It, I mean, look in in some ways when you talk about like the the main card, like the the main event card or part of the fight, you still have the undercard fights and everything else like that, and you've had undercard fights in these you know, Logan Paul fight, you know, Jake Paul fights and stuff like that, that have, you know, put some guys' names out there. They performed really well. Either it was a really good fight or one dude, you know, whooped somebody else's ass, you know, in impressive fashion or however it is. So they're still giving some guys a little bit of, a little bit of uh, shine, but it's just, I don't know, man. I think it. I think one of these Paul brothers, if not both of these Paul brothers, need to get knocked out in a way that's such a brutal fashion that sh- they should never get back in the ring again. For boxing to kind of be like, you know, we don't take like, you know, YouTubers want to come out and try. They can't hang with us. We're real. Like this is how people actually do things. Yeah, so it's kind of like you. The sooner you can put these guys away, the sooner you can kind of make a name for yourself. Something that's legit. I mean, but when we're talking about legitimate fights, we want to be talking about ones like this coming weekend, which I hope all of us will be. Are we all going to be here this coming weekend? Was that the plan? Uh, what day? Uh, I believe it's Saturday. But depending on the time, I got a uh, show Saturday afternoon, early afternoon though. Early afternoon yeah, is what like time two hour, time? like two hour. I think it's like twelve to. Uh, I think it starts at like twelve. Okay. Well, this week. Well, I thought we were at some point either see the Sunday or Saturday or something like that. We were talking about all of us being able to to finally get together, at least for an episode, maybe get a couple of Rays commercials or something like that shot. And then on top of that, on Saturday, the 26th, Javante Tank Davis is taking on Mario Barrios for the WBA super lightweight title. And that fight, to me, is something that is like, if you're a purist or if you're somebody who actually – you know, enjoys watching boxing. This is something that you can kind of look at and appreciate because especially somebody like Davis, that dude, how like, how would we describe Davis's fighting style or like how he is? Because he's got punching power like nobody in his division. He puts people's lights out with one shot, no problem, on a constant basis. And when you come against a guy like Barrios, which I had to do a little bit of research on, I mean, he's no pushover either. I'm pretty sure what I looked at, they were both undefeated. So it kind of, I mean, whoever wins obviously loses their 
you know, undefeated streak. But I don't see da- – have you guys seen anything on Davis? Because from what I've seen, I don't think this guy can be beaten Tank. by at least Barrios. Tank be knocking fuckers out, man. <laughs> like, that's the simplest way to explain this fighting style to answer your first question and to answer your second question. Nah, Barrios finna get his ass whooped. Simple as put. What do we like? What do we predict? Really like, uh... Waste time in describing, but with round, I'll say fifth. Fifth round. Fifth, fifth round knockout by Davis. All right, let me put let me put that down. K. K picks. And put F I F. Fifth. F I F. So many amendments in the Constitution. I'll pick the. What do you think, Matt Sticks? Have you seen any any of Javante Davis? Nah, I'm watching some highlights right now, though. So I'm a. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna say like the uh, seventh round. Seventh round KO. Yeah. Yep. Damn. Okay. Seventh round KO. They ain't that bad. They ain't that bad. They ain't that mm-hmm. bad. I wanted to go later, but I feel like I feel like he gonna catch him with a right. What I was thinking, bro, I was. What's honestly crazy is I was actually thinking the sixth. Like I, when I was thinking about it, I'm going. I think Davis will take him in into the mid rounds. You know, maybe either get him to punch out or beat him up a little bit. And then once he gets to the sixth or seventh round, he'd put him down. So I'm going to go since K went or Mad Six went with the seventh, K, you went with the fifth. I'll go with the sixth. With the sixth round, K. I think that's how it's going to go. So either way, universally, we're all kind of looking at it as a mid round. A mid-round knockout. Because, dude, fight, Dave, yeah. Matt, so you're looking at him right now, and I can see a little bit of the – on your face, you're like – Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'm looking like most of the rounds that he's winning is like between like the fifth and the seventh round. So, like most of the knockouts is usually like like between like – so it's going to average probably like six rounds. If you like take an average, it's going to be about six rounds. Yep. I think I'm feeling good about my numbers here. I think I'm feeling good about it. But I yeah, mean he that's look, gonna he be look, it. He looked pretty good, yeah. yeah. Dude, he's a he's a fucking brawler, dude. That dude goes in and just no fucks given. He gonna he plays bully boxing to a certain extent as well, but he's not as like you know how we say like Wilder's kind of that bully, but he kind of swings wild, he's no real technique to him. Yeah. Davis is that, but he has technique. Mm-hmm. Like it, he's He's that type of guy, so mm. I don't know, man. This yeah. is gonna be a hell of a fight. That's what I'm well, thinking. You know, like, if all of us, if all of us can get together to watch yeah. the fight and get a podcast done, yeah. Look at that. You seeing it? You see? <laughs> <laughs> He's a date. Well, he might want to protect your head at all times. <laughs> yeah, for real, the dude's got power. Well, you know, power. you know, he's signed to Mayweather, right? Mayweather promotions, yep, yep. Yeah. That's yes, uh, one sir. of the big promotions that's doing this whole thing. So, yes, sir. Showtime, so, you know, Bob. But yeah, going, I mean, hopefully, hopefully we can all, 
hopefully we can all get together. Maybe if we do that, we can get a live reaction to the fights or something like that. There's another thing on uh, on Spotify now that we can uh, um, be more interactive with our listeners. They have something now called Spotify Green Room, and it's basically you can go in there, either start a podcast or start up a room, and while you're watching something or talking about any specific questions, if we're talking to each other, uh, our listeners or whoever can join the room and join the conversation. So if you guys want to get down and talk with us on that, you know, be sure to look up, look for us there. It's at the Joppos on Spotify Green Room, the Joppos. So, yeah, if we could do that live, that would be pretty sick. To have the whole podcast and everything like that, that would be pretty sick. We can't, I'm, we're eventually going to get this fucking done. <laughs> we eventually got to get an episode where it's all of this on the same thing. But <clears throat> getting back to the boxing, tribute to the Kings pay-per-view happened last night and Anderson Silva actually beat Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. by split decision, which was the big story um, of the weekend. Nobody really – I mean, everyone knows Anderson Silva from the UFC, how dominant he was at his time. So now – you see all these MMA fighters who come into boxing don't really do all that well. You know, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. has, you know, he's not anywhere near as good as his dad was, but, you know, he's had experience in the boxing world. So you look at it and you would think Chavez Jr. would have the upper hand, but by split decision, Anderson Silva actually beat Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. And I was looking at the highlights for some of it. And Silva was playing with him. You, you know, you see, we saw him in the UFC always playing with him. He, mm-hmm. he was playing with Forrest Griffin before he knocked him the fuck out completely with just a jab. Mm-hmm. You know, the, he, the way he, he did that in the ring, the way he would in the UFC. And that was actually pretty – because I don't know what was up Julio Cesar Chavez's ass because he – like, I couldn't understand what he was doing, to be completely honest with you. I'm like, the dude is sitting there with his hands down. Go. Like, get, you're going to let him taunt you? I've never understood that with fighters. When Either in a street fight or whether it's in a regular fight or whatever, what what is it about somebody showboating or doing something stupid, putting their hands down or whatever, that makes people fucking freeze? and mm-hmm. not take advantage of the shot. I honestly don't understand. We saw that other one a few days ago. The dude was dancing in the ring and couldn't back up quick enough, got kicked in the fucking <laughs> face <laughs> and, and knocked out. Like, I never understood that. That was one thing. You're literally one foot away. You're within punching distance mm-hmm. from a dude. And he has his hands down and he's moving. What are you waiting for? What are you like? What is it about guys showboating in the ring that makes people freeze? Is it the shock of I can't believe this guy's doing this right now? Or because I feel like there would be way more knockouts, you know, against guys like that if people would just stop freezing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could understand, you know, momentum. Like, if at the beginning of the fight, you get, like, the first four or five rounds or so, 
that you're just beating this dude's ass. You're taking him to school. There's nothing that he can do. You know, it's he's backing up the entire time. So, yeah, I can understand how, you know, that type of person in that moment could be, you know, doing a little showboating, doing a little whatever. But when you're in an actual, like, a close fight and somebody starts doing that, they're that close and they start looking away and putting their hand... Why are you not putting the jab in that fucking jaw? <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. Have you ever seen that? Like in real life, have you ever seen somebody do that and you just see someone freeze? Mm-hmm. And you ever ask yourself, "Hit him." <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would think that's your moment. Yeah. Have you, has anyone ever done that with you? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. I mean. Let's be honest, it, it'd be over quicker than they would even have time to. No, <laughs> they wouldn't have any time to shit. Now, it's funny because, like, growing up, like, I was, like, I wasn't in many fights. Like, I always, like, steered away from fights. Like, I was just never, like, a brawler or wanted to fight. I always just, you know, found a way just not to fight. Like, it wasn't like that, that I couldn't. I just, you know, I just chose not to fight. And that's, uh, but... But uh, you know, I, I I got into a few tussles, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. I've uh, put a few through a fence or two, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I just try to keep it in a contained environment now, so oh, I just keep oh, it on the mat. <laughs> no, no, no. Keyword in it, or two, or two. He said. <laughs> There are few fences that have <laughs> fucking body prints of right. <laughs> Oh shit. That's just but no, uh, I'd rather just keep it saying, has So I just keep it on the mat now, you know, I just keep it contained and just have fun with it and just practice, you know. So hopefully I never have to use it, but if I do, then sorry. <laughs> Hey, I always look at it this way. If I, if I ever get into a fight, it's because somebody else started it. Mm-hmm. And if you start it, I'm going to finish it. Yeah. If I lose the fight, whatever, but you're going to get bloodied up with me, motherfucker. Yeah. You, you're not going to be getting away without something. <laughs> so, that's the saying. I, I've never been afraid to actually lose a fight. <laughs> But it's like you you're gonna get a fucking shot to the jaw, maybe two or three, but for your fucking troubles on the way out, bro. Oh, God. Oh, God. How many fights have you been in, Kay? I wanna know. That's what hey, I wanna know. How My many number... people have actually tried to loke up to a six foot fucking ten just giant well, like how many well, times have you had... yeah. Me at six ten, I've probably been in not as many fights as you would think. Um, like a good handful at six ten. Uh, but growing up, I had a whole shitload of fights. You know, whole bunch of rite of passage fights and whole bunch of fucking, you know, bunch of bullshit ass fights. You know, growing up as a kid, but. Middle school was probably the worst shit ever. Like it was, bro. We, my middle school. Hold on, was like I don't the mean to interrupt. Turn, in turn your turn your camera on, okay? Because on YouTube you're not showing. I won't oh see yeah, because I got Somebody. the I got. 
Yeah, you got the background up and everything, but it's not showing on YouTube. I want everyone to know that there's at least somebody there, and it's not just a voice. <laughs> the voice. Because they, they, can't, they can't see what we see with the Shannon Sharp. We they can't oh. see that, but no, yeah, yeah going on, back to your point, like I'm on YouTube now. Like, well, yeah, you will be. It'll come up right now. It's a little behind us. Well, that was the it? picture that was out. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. So I was in, you know, middle school. We had a shitload of fights. Like my middle school was extremely fucking crazy. After I left the art school because of fighting. Uh, but yeah, bro, like it was, it was a whole bunch of crazy shit, but, uh, I was really laughing because <laughs> you was like, Hey, if I lose the fight, you go get bloodied up too, motherfucker. <laughs> For real? You said it was hilarious. I agree oh, with you. I, I 100% agree with you. I mean, I ain't mad six or nothing. Like I ain't got no black belt. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I, I know I know how to throw these motherfuckers. Let's just just say it like that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't gonna seem like I'm the baddest motherfucker. Like Mastix said, I tried to stay away from trouble too. Like I just I'm always been friendly as fuck. Now I'm more <laughs> reclusive and angry, but <laughs> but now, well, well the reason like, why I, I asked super friendly. Like I got along with a lot of people. The the reason I ask is because there are always those people that see a big guy. Especially somebody as big as you, and always want to prove their fucking manhood to somebody that big. Oh no, yeah, no, I got it. Like, a lot of a lot of tips. They okay. never turned into fights because I've always made the decision to de-escalate the situation. I mm-hmm. always had motherfuckers with Napoleon complex, bro. Like I get that <laughs> all the time. That's what it's called. That's that's yeah. literally yeah. what it's called. You know what I'm saying? And you know, Napoleon was actually like, like five started, times. He was actually I mean, kind shoot, of average height. Oh well. I mean, <laughs> to be honest with so you. So like the 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 system that they were using for measurements at that time, it made him out to be what is it like five? Everyone thought he was like what five two, five three, something like that. Like everyone mm-hmm. thought he was hella short, but then when the met- the system short, or whatever yeah. changed, the actual measurement turned out that he was actually an average height, like five nine, five ten size guy. I feel, I feel like motherfuckers back then was just taller and more sturdy. Like, they were built more sturdy. I feel like most of the leaders back then were the very few tall because back in those days, bro, people were averaging like 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, five, like, they were not that tall. Sorry, everybody. Jesus Christ was only like 5'3". I'm just saying. <laughs> he was tiny. <laughs> he was tiny. Everybody else at that point was tiny. You know, we all kind of evolved yeah, to get yeah. into this six foot and above range. This this wasn't something that everyday things. But the few people. Well, I'm gonna tell you one at thing. At that time, yeah. The one thing he might have been five three. That man was out here a whole carpenter, bro. So I'm gonna tell you right now, he was lifting. Timbers and all that fucking mallin wood. They was using yeah, but, wood. Yeah, and, but yeah, but they were but they weren't full size couches. Bro, it don't matter. You you like, wooden you, you whittling the, wood the, all day, every day, bro. It don't matter how big you making shit. Your hands and your arms are strong, fam. 
that's true. Like, that's just real. I was about to say, I was like, he was basically making our equivalent stools. Like, they were talking about, like, chairs and all that. They were making doors, too. You think people weren't having doors? Like, they were making doors for people that had money, for sure. People were had they had probably had the they had the doorways the curtain for everybody. Yeah, they else. had the little curtain up, like, you know what I'm saying. When nighttime come, we'll close the curtain. You know what I'm saying? Get it in with the fire. But yeah, well, not it's just. But but still, like you always see those people who want to, especially when you're at a bar and everything like that. Dude gets too drunk, sees somebody. It's almost like a prison mentality. You got to fight the biggest guy in the room to get your respect type of thing. Find the biggest guy and just punch him in the fucking face as hard as you can. Like, <laughs> it's, that's basically the mentality of it. And it usually ends very, very wrong. And that goes back to the Logan Paul thing. I don't know what gave you this false sense of ego to think that you can go up against Mike Tyson. But... Uh, He's the wrong motherfucker to go up against. So, I don't know, man. This whole fight game has been, I mean, crazy to say the least. I don't even think my grandpa watches boxing anymore because of this fuckery that's going on on pay-per-view every damn week. He's not a fan of the Logan brothers, I'll tell you, or the Paul brothers, I'll tell you that. Well, me and your granddaddy for sure got something in common for sure, right there. So, uh, but yeah. But MMA, let's see. Conor McGregor is going to be fighting July 10th against Poirier again. So, uh, for the third time. And yeah, that's pretty much everything that's gone on in the fight game. Right now, quick update on the NBA. Before we get into Kay's topic of the day, goes right into NBA right now in the fourth. Hawks and the Sixers in game seven with 10.35 left in the fourth quarter. It is 76-76. So this game is coming down to the wire. And, I mean, hey, I'm Lakers and Warriors and all of them, like they, they haven't been in it. But you know what? These young up-and-comers – that are in the league have been putting on a fucking show. Like the, this playoff series that's been going on so far, especially with Phoenix, dude, Phoenix, Devin Booker went off a gang today. You know, 120 to 114, Phoenix beat the Clippers in game one. But it's just, dude, the, the young talent and everything like that that's going into this. And, you know, Trey Young is name and brand is growing big time you know and be the same thing Devin Booker's star is only rising you know at this point it's just insane. Brooklyn got eliminated look dude KB the shot that he made to send it into overtime he was literally two inches away from being behind the three-point line actually mm-hmm. ending the game and blame he it on said, his foot. <laughs> he said, I was three inches away from ending their lives. And it's like, well, I know, then I you know had another opportunity to actually end lives in OT in the air ball. I mean, at least hit the rim. At least hit the rim. But, hey, 
KD, he was making, he was, we had talked about it before about KD, that this is his opportunity to kind of prove that he can do it on his own. Numbers wise, he did. I mean, he scored the most points in a game seven in NBA history, even though in a losing effort. You know, he had a triple double, triple double the day before. Harden was even even on the court, he was nowhere to be found. Like KD was taking up everything, and Harden couldn't. I, I think actually Harden kind of couldn't hold his weight. He's dragging the team down. I'll be honest with you, Harden was non-factor. And that's not what he was there to be. He was there to be somebody who was actually going to contribute, you know, compliment KD. And he didn't do that in this last game. And that kind of proves game or James Harden throughout his career. You know, you have good series here and there, but then when it really comes down to it, he's nowhere to be found and they end up losing. Yeah, to so, me, he's not that really good of a ball player. So he just really, I don't think you don't think James good. Harden's that good. Nope. As a complete player, or is he a specialist in your eyes? As a, I mean, he's good. He's good. I mean, he's good at what he does, but I don't think he's like. I wouldn't put him like in top. You know, top list of players. Yeah. Okay, I feel that. All right. So in James Harden's case, he was hurt this this go round. I get right. that his hamstring was fucked. I'm not even gonna see him flex about it. He fucked his hamstring up like what? 15 days before that? Then don't play. If you're going to bring your he team did, down. And he didn't still... play for most of that series. He played, I think, what, the last two games. He tried, say, he, but... he tried to hold out. Like, he got rough for KD. The boys started coming back. Started whooping them. Man, look, KD definitely picked up the slack for both of them. And if you're going to give praise to KD... I, we heard if we're gonna if I'm gonna give praise to KD, what? I'm saying it, I'm saying not you, but I'm saying people. I'm saying the general people, the public. If you're gonna give praise to KD for this losing effort, you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta give respect to LeBron more. You gotta put more respect on LeBron's name. Just based on the fact of based on the fact of how LeBron has carried a bunch of nobodies. He had Kyrie, but for the most part, the the year that the year before he the first let's say like this, the Warriors first ring, he lost K, uh Kevin Love and Kyrie. And he still put up a good fucking effort to try to beat them boys, but they lost. He lost. The year he won, the only one that showed up was Kyrie. Kevin Love disappeared like a motherfucker. So LeBron really, it was just him and Kyrie. And Kyrie ain't really do too much that he made that fucking shot in front of Curry. Sorry about that. that was a long time ago. LeBron really was, right now in LA, you got somebody like Anthony Davis who that's I mean, my, granted, he that was hurt. is my point. He was hurt, but like you said, he has a history of taking shitty teams to the finals, and he got taken out in the first round. So that's Again, my point. It, it was against the Suns, right? Yeah, yes, not? but that's but that's my point though. That is my whole point. LeBron was hurt this year with the ankle shit. And he, he oh, the, one, the one the one that he's never gonna recover from, the never the one he's never gonna be the same because of that injury. Is that that same ankle injury? I don't, I don't think y'all understand how explosive LeBron's game is. 
Like, you really got to understand, like, how he plays. Like, look all, just look this whole Lakers stint, how he plays. He's still explosive. He's not dunking like when he was in Cleveland or Miami the first two times or even the, the last go-round in Cleveland. He's dunking explosive, but it's still, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's still getting up, but everything's explosive. He dribbles with explosion. He fucking, he, you know what I'm saying? He jumps the pass all the time. You're like LeBron is an explosive player, and yeah, he needs his ankle, he needs his groin for that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? I so, mean, if yeah, you but as broke as, your ankle, tore an Achilles, oh man, I so can you, understand. Like, you, 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 whole like, I'm never gonna be the same, like, it's, it's gonna be something, but an, an ankle sprain. A minor one at that, a one one that he came back from after what, like a couple of days? No, nah, it wasn't a couple of days. That man was out. Was it a week? No, nah, he was out. Nah, he was out like a month. month. He was out a month 20... with that thing? Yeah, he, he was, was out for a minute, yeah. Was, was it a high days. and low ankle sprain? Like what? Bro, bro, you look, really... look up the injury. What was what was the in, the the full injury report on what it was? What what was it? Because it all depends because I'm sorry when I first heard, yeah, this ankle sprain is going to be like, you know, it's hard. And I'm like, an the ankle sprain, I get it to a basketball, game. to a basketball player, ankle sprain. That's like, but I, I don't know. I've never had, I've had ankle sprains before. They're not, they're not like something that's going to honestly affect your career for the rest of your life. I don't Dang. think you're tripping. You're tripping, man. Look, know, man. LeBron has been an explosive player his whole life. If you've been playing with that much explosion your whole life and in year 17, you fuck your ankle up because of some dumb motherfucker named Solomon? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, bro. <laughs> that might have fucked my career. Like, year 17, my trajectory was probably to play with my son. That's probably what he was trying to do. Yeah, he missed, that, uh, 20, he missed 27 games. See what I'm saying? I thought it was days. It was games. 27 yeah. games. Yeah. Bro, I'm trying to get you to understand, dog. Uh, an ankle injury to a basketball player that will fuck your shit up. You it puts him for it that long? Your, like, I've never... Certain cuts and moves. Ankle sprain. Even in football, dudes come back after, like, two, 40. three weeks. Yeah, but they get taped up in football and basketball. You, you can't tape up your foot like that. Why not? You can't jump off of it like that with it all taped up like Bro. that. Yeah. Has anybody tried? You hurt yourself more tapping <laughs> your foot stiff. I mean, if it's keeping your ankle in place, like if not, if not spat like an ankle brace or, or something. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody's decided Bro, let's to do that in the NBA. This. Like no, nobody taking ankle prevention. Out, out. Yeah, he would be fucking up Look, his ankles you, every year, and then he got this. ankle braces, and then he got ankle braces, and he was fine. He figured out maybe I should protect my ankles and put on braces, and then after that point, started working to make himself stronger. So what you're supposed to do? Why hasn't anybody else done that? Why hasn't anybody else done? You know what? I know I haven't had That's any not- ankle sprains. 
But this far into my career and what I do, I might want to take some preventative measure, measures to make sure that I don't get to that point and put on either an ankle brace or some sort of protection of the ankle. No. That, that How is that not, not being – That wasn't a regular injury. That wasn't a regular uh, – I wasn't protecting myself injury. LeBron pays the most money in NBA to protect no, his body I, I, every year. He Solomon spends over a million dollars a year. Man, bro. Solomon Hill hurt LeBron, bro. He man. did that. Like, that, that's what happened. And he was out for 27 games. People on LeBron head because people revere him as like one of the be- is the best player in the game and shit like that. So they expecting him to keep up that Lakers standard of them boys playing. So they trying to rush him to come back to play because of what LeBron has done his whole career. He's been Iron Man. It's like, damn, I can't get hurt late in my fucking career, fam. Like, come on, dog. Like, let's be real. Like, there's been a lot of players that don't got hurt. That's why I said Steph. Steph has been hurt all the motherfucking time. Now they saying he. He the best shooter of all time. Yes. Because of five years. Think about it. Five years of that man being great for five years, and he the best shooter of all time. LeBron because of the record. LeBron went to the finals for 10 straight years, and they still giving this man shit, man. Because he he only won three out of those 10. He took nobodies. The ones that he lost. Yeah, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, the two of them. Okay, and we went to what? We went to four, and we won two. So we went half, and we lost to Dallas. That was a complete team, and then we lost and to the San Spurs. Antonio. Yeah, both of those are complete teams with Hall of Fame. Yeah, but you can't say everywhere. you can't you can't say you had nobody's on your team though. I didn't say that. I said the other teams. Matt Six, did he not say that? I'm saying he said the he other had nobody's teams. On you're the isolate. Team. You're isolated to Miami. I'm not saying Miami. I'm yes, saying he, he had, had Chris Bosh and LeBron. He had Ray Allen. Okay, and he had Kyrie Irving. Kevin Love wasn't a factor. He had Kyrie Irving. So two players playing against the three and Clay, Draymond, and fucking Curry. And then when LeBron played him, when he had to play KD back-to-back, it's four of the motherfuckers versus him and Kyrie. And he didn't even have Kyrie the second goddamn time. He had George Hill and fucking J.R. Smith doing that dumb shit at the end of the game. And it was just LeBron. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. Like, LeBron was in the finals with them dumb motherfuckers. But you 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 forgetting that? Like, yeah, you can slander the yeah, man. Yeah, but he took but up until they got up until they got to the, hey, But but the thing is, up until they got into the finals, he had Kyrie and everybody playing with him when he got into the finals. They got hurt in the finals. So I'm saying, getting up to that point, no. yeah, in the finals, yeah, it's okay. It's gonna be a little bit the more first, difficult. The first time somebody Kyrie, re- the first finals when they played the Warriors, Kyrie got hurt before that. Kyrie came back and got hurt again. He re-aggravated. He broke his kneecap. That's what happened in the finals. He already had a fucking injury, and then he broke his kneecap on Steph. I remember that shit vividly because I had money on that shit, and I lost. Nigga, I, nigga, I was standing my coach I was, <laughs> when I was playing semi-pro. We had money on that game. I was hot. I was hot. They was like, bro, uh-huh. Kyrie broke his kneecap. I was hot. So it's like, come on, dog. Then he had, he's supposed to have Kevin Love. It's supposed to be a big three. Kevin Love, was he got hurt. Nowhere to be fucking found. Matter of fact, Kevin Love got hurt the series before when Kelly Ola Olenek pulled his damn shoulder out the socket. Like, these boys is getting hurt for real. And LeBron's still taking the boys to the finals and still putting up a fight. Like, I like I, I recognize the man greatness. Yes, he should have won more because of how they revere him. He coming out the chosen one out of high school. 
know what I'm saying? They giving them all this motherfucking praise. Yeah, you should. No, I'm not. More. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deny the greatness or anything else like that. What he's done and what he's impacted the game, you know, throughout his career, not just on the court but off the court. You know what he's done. LeBron James is by far top three, you know, top three greatest players of all time, influentially and you know on the floor, and especially on how they're influencing the up and coming generations on how they play the game. You got guys who were just these gigantic monsters who are athletic as shit, you know, playing the game now because of guys like LeBron James. You got epic shooters in the game now because of guys like Stephen Curry. You you got all these guys that are influencing the game, which makes them goats. So when you look at everything that LeBron had and he got to that point, yeah, of course the greatness is there, but you still got to remember he did have a long period in the beginning of his career where he didn't fucking show up in the fourth quarter ever when he was at Cleveland or when he, even at the first few years in Miami, he wasn't, he wasn't clutch LeBron at all. It wasn't learn. until it was well, he he did at that point. D-Wade taught him. D-Wade taught him. He had to. D-Wade, D-Wade had, had a title at that point. Yes. We already had one. That's why I would say D-Wade was my favorite player after Shaq. For sure. Hey, the, the arrogance to promise like back-to-back to back-to-back titles when you first got I mean, there. I mean, they was you got to think about it. At that time, LeBron was what, 24? LeBron was at the peak of his powers. Yeah, but he's 24 years old. No, I know. 24 years old, though. He just talking like a 24-year-old would. Flamboyant as fuck, saying some wild shit. You got your boy, he 26, talking some wild shit. Chris Bosh was like 26, 27, somewhere in there. They about around the same age. You know what I'm saying? They always just talking some wild record shit, being young. They went to it. They lost to a complete team. They figured figured it out. And they won back to back, so they they was close. But the back to back to back, you played the Spurs again. The boys figured you out. So that's, that's all it was. Spurs you played a complete team. Teams, team. You played yeah. a complete team of Hall of Famers. The boys already had four rings before that. So I mean, you losing yeah. like some of these teams. LeBron lose to. He lost to the Spurs. His third year in the league. It was like third or fourth year in the league. LeBron went to the finals. Had nobodies. So him not being able to close, I'm like, all right, cool, I guess, in big moments. But it's like, you got to think about it. The man be exhausted. Like, he be exhausted. Like, people forget that. <laughs> he doing everything. The man fucking tired. Like, he like, put in your mind. You at work. You working for four other motherfuckers. You'll be tired around 5 o'clock. I promise you. You start at 9, you be tired as shit around 5, and you don't want to talk to nobody. You ain't going to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> you work with four other motherfuckers. You're going to five people worth of work. Come on, dog. I this. And I ain't going to just make it seem like his other teammates not showing up, so let me not disrespect, but it's like, for the most part, in those in those opportunities, Fair. not because LeBron a passer. He, a, he He's a complete player. He ain't going to just try to force something. He'll pass it off to somebody that's open. Yep. So I wanted to get that so you yep. can get in commercial. Before, not commercial, just we'll grab into your topic while we're on the NBA, but just a quick update on what's going on. The Hawks beating the Sixers 93-90 to 90 with 130 left in the fourth quarter. So it's a close one, definitely coming down to the wire again. But can Trey Young and the Hawks fucking keep it going for Atlanta? I don't know. I, I, ta- I called Atlanta early on, but 
they were showing some signs of kind of slowing down and stuff like that against the Sixers, but now it's just like, oh shit, they might actually be that team. But uh, but yeah, that's a quick update on that. 76ers actually just scored a two right now, so they're down one with a minute left in the game. But to your topic, country K, NBA wise, what the fuck is happening in Dallas? So before I get into the topic, I want to comment on that just real quick. This game, the Philly and Atlanta game, going to depict who wins the title. In my opinion, because really? if Philly wins, Philly, yeah, Philly pulled this shit out. I feel like Philly can beat can beat uh, Phoenix, but if fucking uh, if fucking Atlanta wins, I feel like Phoenix can beat them. Or fucking Milwaukee might beat uh, Atlanta. I, that's what I feel. But you think Milwaukee's gonna make the finals? Though? I'm no. I feel like Atlanta's beatable between Milwaukee and whoever else, and Phoenix. I feel... Uh oh. So I feel like it'll be Phoenix. Oh, Atlanta just hit a shot. 94 and 92. All right, what's going on in Dallas, okay? Luca wants out. What's happening? So, so pretty much, it's 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 the shit show. They just gave Dirk so much praise. They just gave Dirk so much praise before Juneteenth, and then they had to have so much misery going at the same goddamn on time. So, Firstly, shout out to Dirk. I'm gonna jump on this wagon. Shout out to Dirk. You know what I'm saying? Being being part of the culture, they showed Dirk walking into games with I mean walking into a game with a fucking goddamn paper plate with some foil on top. They was like, that's the fucking goddamn black black mom special. She quickly to give you that. You know what I'm saying? His wife and his birthday his birthday being in Juneteenth. Obviously, he got a black wife, you know what I'm saying? Because she's definitely been supportive of him for so long. Hey, he was all in for NBA. He was all in. (laughs) Dirk was all in, bro. For real. Dirk (laughs) Dirk bought into the Texas lifestyle. (laughs) Dirk for sure bought into the Texas lifestyle. Dirk Dirk is for sure. Yeah, good for him. So, yeah, that's what's going on. I wanted to give back because now it's going downhill. So, the Hall of Fame coach, Coach Carlisle, because he's definitely making the Hall of Fame. Coach Carlisle quit with two years left to go on this deal. He quit. So, I thought they released him. Fuck no, he quit. Nah, he quit. Oh. He quit, fam. Hey, but Damn. the thing was, the thing, here's that the kicker. The man Luke said, off. so no, here's the kicker. Coach Carlisle said, I still want to coach. I just don't want to coach for y'all. What's going on in the organization, apparently, because I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Some shit going on. But, like, ain't nobody going to just quit their job on two years left on the contract and they getting good money and you got good players. Yeah, you're going to be tired of losing, but you still, you know what I'm saying? Like, you feel like you're tarnishing his legacy. That's probably what's what's going on. We getting right there and you you fucking losing, choking the bucket. You know what I'm saying? So, So, also... 
it's rumored that uh, Luca want to get the fuck from out of town. And then you heard heard what Porzingis was saying about being a fucking goddamn bigger entity and shit like that. And I'm like, yo. He took a back seat to Luca big time. He did. He re- when he came in, they were talking. Man. At that point, they were talking Porzingis and Luca, these two together. It's going to be insane. And then it quickly just became the Luca show. And Porzingis was basically an afterthought. Fam, let's be all the way to fuck honest. Luca is Luca will have a game where he's given 17 assists. Luca will pass the motherfucking ball. Like they got him lined up at point. Luca will pass the ball. You a big man. Your issue was, fam, you weren't making enough damn shots and you wanted to shoot threes. So you behind the three-point line, you're not making enough to be seen here being at the line. So you, the last game y'all lost, you had 16 points, fam. You could have way more than 16 points. You had all them damn boards and 16 points. Like, bro, you look terrible. You're going to talk shit. That's, that's backup. That's backup minutes. The sixth man in the year can average 16, bro. You get what I'm saying? Like, you coming off the bench, fam. Like, those are bench man numbers. Like, that's not second player. Oh, we we don't. Like, no, bro. You Like, Luka can get 45 as well. Like, like yeah, it'll be the Luka show. If my player getting 45 and he can get 17 assists in the game too, he can give me a 30-piece and 17 assists. Do what you do, brother. We trying to win. Now we can put some pieces around him so his assists will make sense, not just empty assists. We get players that can finish. Yeah. Zingas, you're not finishing. You're getting 16 points and you seven what? Seven over seven feet tall. You get 16 points, fam. Look what Joel and B doing. You ain't gotta be that dude. You know what I'm saying? He's shooting threes, he's making the motherfuckers too. Hey, Embiid has Embiid has eight turnovers in this. Yeah, game. they they on they on his ass. Hey, speaking of somebody on his ass, I know it's kind of going back to, like, Milwaukee and stuff like that, but how fucking hilarious was that that the Brooklyn Nets fans were counting how long it took for Giannis to actually shoot a free throw? They were were counting down the seconds. It was was hard and complaining about that shit the other other day, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, there's a 10-second rule. Yeah. And he goes past the 10-second rule every single time because the 10-second rule starts as soon as the ball gets into his hands. Mm-hmm. But he has a whole little routine before he even touches the fucking ball. Yeah. So you got the fans that are in the crowd. One, <laughs> two, three, just counting. <laughs> I think he got to like 14 seconds at one point. And then he airballed one, and the fans just lost their <laughs> shit. Bro, I mean, in the long run, yeah. In the long run. Giannis got the last laugh for sure. But that's like, come on, man. Why do you have to take that long to shoot a fucking free throw? Why is it that much needed in a routine to actually do that? Like, they, they got to come up, up with some sort of routine. Rule. They fucked up his shooting routine. First, it is a rule in place. They fucked up his shooting routine. You, Giannis used to be able to shoot. Like, when Giannis was uh, fucking terribly skinny and shit like that, Giannis can shoot. He can shoot a little bit. Mm-hmm. When, they had Larry, when they had Larry Sanders and shit and uh, Ilya Sova, yeah, when Giannis was there, then that was his, like, first couple years. I say, what, first three years and under? Bro, 
Giannis was Giannis can shoot a little bit. They fucked yeah, his own shooting motion. He, he gained he that weight for shit now. I guess because he be dunking so damn much, he be fucking his damn hand up. <laughs> that would That's be my only song. guess. He ain't, he ain't figured out how to fucking just bam that bitch and still be able to shoot. I mean, shit. LeBron dunk a lot. He be missing the fuck out of his free throws. Well, Philly can kiss a goodbye. Just a wrap for them. Yeah. 10 seconds left. 10 seconds left. Philly going bye bye. Uh, Atlanta is going to make a series against who are they playing? The Bucks. They're playing fucking Milwaukee, bro. Atlanta, Milwaukee. I think Giannis is going to have a field day. Here's my championship prediction. I'm going to take Atlanta. Championship prediction, uh, Phoenix Suns win. Chris Paul get his first first fucking ring. Uh, Devin Booker gets MVP of the finals. I'm going to have to go back a few episodes to see what I originally, the first thing that I called. But if I'm not mistaken, I did call Atlanta Hawks, Phoenix Suns in the finals. I'm not. I, I'm pretty sure I called that. No, if that happens, sure on the Brooklyn train, family. So no, I was not. I wasn't on the Brooklyn train. I was not. I, said, I think I said Brooklyn. I know I said Brooklyn. I said Brooklyn and Phoenix. I said Brooklyn, Utah. Brooklyn, okay. Yeah, yeah you said Brooklyn. I, I, bro, I'm pretty sure I said Atlanta and, and Phoenix would be a nice. I know I was going back. I know I was going back and forth a lot. On mine because I was going to base off of Miami. When they swept us, I said Milwaukee. I said this at first. I said Milwaukee might fuck around go to the finals. But then I also said I said Brooklyn out there. So I kind of went off of what Brooklyn was doing, how they was whooping the shit out of people. But then when Kyrie got hurt, I said Milwaukee going. That's what I said. I never said Atlanta. I said when Kyrie got hurt, I said Milwaukee got it. I said it's gonna be either Milwaukee or fucking goddamn on uh Philly. But then Philly just lost to these boys. Trey Young is on fire. Yeah, but who do, fire. Uh, who do Atlanta got that's a big man that can cover Giannis? They got a shitload of big no, men. No, they got to just – No, they got to fucking just match it point Collins. for point. They got Jason Collins at the four, uh-huh. and they got Clint Capella at the five. So they, that's they big. That's Giannis and fucking uh, Lopez. That's right. They do got Capella, yeah. And they yeah, got fucking goddamn. Uh, they I got Collins, Jason Collins on the bench. Mm-hmm. And um, bro, they think, got a I, shitload of big men over there. And they the got next, fucking what's what's bro name? He played at Duke. Uh, Cam the, Reddish. Next time I get paid, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna go put a bet down and call it fucking gonna be the. The, the Hawks and the Suns in the finals, and I think it's going to go all the way to six games with the Suns holding up the trophy. That's what I think is going to happen. But no, no money, because I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be battle of the coaches first off, because Nate McMillan doing his damn thing in Atlanta, but I'm going to be all the way honest with you. Coach Budenholzer has, Coach Budenholzer out there fucking, he, he's doing his damn thing, and they got Drew Holiday. Drew, Drew Holiday was my X factor against uh, Brooklyn, especially when Kyrie got hurt. Drew Holiday was my X factor. I knew it. I was saying that shit. I, I, I'm like Drew Holiday. I'm telling you, I knew it, and he was killing yesterday. 
he was killing yesterday. Giannis had a very good game, but they they highlighted Giannis' game, but Drew Holiday was killing too in that fourth quarter. But yeah, uh, I don't I know, man. This. I think Atlanta Atlanta's riding. They're riding big time momentum right now, and I think even against Milwaukee, it, it's going to be. I don't think Milwaukee's going to be able to stop them. I'm just going to say that. You really tripping right now, bro? How am I tripping? How is it? How is that so hard to believe? Is Giannis trying to put it on that ass? Yeah, bro. Giannis won MVP twice for a reason. They ain't got the. I don't think. I, don't, I said they got big man, but I don't think they. I don't think they defensively inclined to stop Giannis like, like uh, Brooklyn was, as such as like KD guard Giannis. Yeah, they KD don't have like KD. Smart. Yeah. To cancel out Giannis' scoring ability, and Drew Holiday gonna give you buckets too. They got Trey. Trey will give you buckets, but Trey will go up and down. Trey shit based on threes. And if Drew Holiday fucking out damn, if he going defensively in his ass, you know what I'm saying? In it? I don't know. How, I don't know. how, I don't how know in it are we talking? Are we talking white on rice? Or are we talking like I'm talking about pieces call, of Charmin's residue? Pieces of Charmin residue. I'm telling you, like that in your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. I don't know, man. It's going to be a fucking great series, though. I'll tell you that. I'm going to be watching. I was saying I got to get my fucking YouTube TV or whatever back on. That's the only way. You got to get my sports Drew and everything. Gotta play, Drew Holiday got to play Trey like uh-huh. Russell Westbrook play fucking stuff. That's the way Drew Holiday got to play uh, Trey. He got to play like how Russell plays Steph. He yeah. got to take Russell playbook 100%. Have to. That's the only way that works. Because if you don't do that, Trey going to fucking go crazy. Because yep. Trey has been going crazy. That's very true. And all right, all before we get out of here, real, real quick, NFL news, because you know it wouldn't be a fucking all-pro job for show without some football yeah. news in it. Off-season's a little slow, but not something that was actually pretty fucking interesting that happened this weekend. Um, Alvin Kamara was appointed as NASCAR's first growth and engagement advisor. Um, I didn't know Kamara was even – interested in NASCAR enough to, you know, actually become an advisor to, but what does Alvin Kamara know something about NASCAR that we don't to where he's now an advisor? So what are we looking at when we're talking growth and engagement advice? Is he talking about reaching out to more minority fans? Other than that's what I'm thinking it has to do. Yeah, trying to uh, maybe diversify uh, NASCAR more. The fan base. Yeah. Well, I mean, good for them. If that's their goal, if they want to diversify, get more mm-hmm. than just their, you know, current white. It's a predominantly white fan base. You know, let's be real. Yeah. Like most fan, fans of NASCAR are mostly white. So if you want to diversify it and everything else like that, and get more people involved, the more people in minorities, either black or Mexican or anybody else to kind of look at NASCAR differently. I mean, do what you got to do. That's more money in your pockets. I'm waiting for the flying Hawaiian. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm waiting for the first one. I'm waiting. I can't wait for that one. They the go first flying fly. Hawaiian, when, when the first NASCAR driver is fully Hawaiian, they call him a flying Hawaiian. 
They gonna call them that. It's gonna be too. It's gonna be right in their face. They gonna say it. I know it. It's too easy. Who gets anyway, in the NASCAR in Hawaii though? How would you be able to do that? The same. You would way have you to leave Hawaii from, to do it. The same way you do if you from any state that don't got NASCAR. You know what I'm saying? That'd be crazy. Though. But I mean, good for NASCAR though. I mean, I don't I don't see because I've actually seen some shit on Twitter like people are like, oh, NASCAR is just trying to, you know, oh, they want to make it look like this to kind of cover up. I'm like, honestly, what is so wrong with wanting to diversify your fan base? Yeah, it's, it's I mean, regardless timing. of timing, timing, whatever, I mean. Is it, it, I don't know, man. I'm just I saying, like, where they coming from, but I also understand. Like, it's like, oh, understand, like they, uh, it's conveniently time that you're doing that. Well, okay, when is not conveniently time? You tell you tell me when we need to finally allow this to happen. When will it be conveniently time? Because well, I mean, the fight's we, not the fight's not going to stop until full equality is happening. Granted, I, know, I, I so, get it. So when is a good time to be able to kind of go, especially when you're NASCAR and you know that you're you're basically going against a lot of your fan base's political beliefs by doing something like this right here. So why would you basically hurt the money that's already the millions of dollars, billions of dollars that are coming into that sport with that fan base? Why would you want to? It's the only reason why you would want to do that is if you were actually trying to be a beacon for that. You know what? We know we have, we've had a certain style of sport. Like we've only had a certain group of people who do this sport, but that doesn't mean it can't be open to anybody. You got, was it, um, uh, but buddy, who's that NASCAR, uh, the black NASCAR driver? Um, Bubba Wallace, man. Bubba Wallace, yeah. You know, you got guys like Bubba Wallace who were out there, you know, putting his voice using that platform to actually get some equality into that sport. You got more guys that are actually in the up and coming ranks and stuff like that. that Apparently are coming in to NASCAR that are minorities and stuff like that. You got guys from overseas who were former uh, Formula One drivers and stuff like that coming into NASCAR. So it is getting more diverse. I'm just saying, like, whether it's timing or whether it's not, I think it's a good thing that NASCAR is actually at least making an effort to show that, yeah, our fan base may be something, but we believe in certain things whether our fan base likes it or not. You know, we believe that there's an equality factor that needs to happen, whether it's in this sport or in America to begin with. You know, why not try and – I mean, would it better for them to just not do anything? I mean, they started by banning all Confederate flags and stuff like that from all of their events. You know, that they started doing all of that. Everyone – holy shit, because, that, again, most of their fan base, they all rock that shit. You know, so they've already made the steps to kind of get to a point to show that they're with you know, especially the black community. Yeah. So yes, why is and... this any different than that? And why is this looked down upon, even though it's something that is, it, I think it's awesome. I think it's amazing how 
NASCAR is trying to expand their horizons. It shows growth. It shows that you want to yeah, get better. That's why I say yes and that's why I say yes and no. So yes, I agree with you, but to, to I completely understand why they're they're upset about it because it is timing. Because now that you mentioned Bubba Wallace, Bubba Wallace had, had a damn noose in his damn fucking shit. Yeah, I remember man. that. Mm-hmm. I remember that. So yeah, that wasn't that, that was long that ago, was right so after that was right after the Confederate flags were banned. People were doing that point. type of shit so, in in protest to the banning of those. And Bubba Wallace is actually a big factor in that happening. So that's what I'm saying. So my point of that is they do that. And then now NASCAR is trying to fucking also smooth it over a little bit more because that was in between the Confederate flags and this now. So you kind of got to, that's what I'm saying. That the, the appearance is you're trying to smooth it over and do that, which it could have been in their plan to reach out to different players the whole time, like a different people in different avenues. You know what I'm saying? That are different minorities. They could have been they playing the whole time, and I'm just I'm just trying to give you. So the then why? The other. So then why be mad at NASCAR for the quote unquote timing, but praise Alvin Kamara for doing it? Like everyone's telling, you, hey, do what you got to do. You know, said, spread I... the diversity, doing everything like that. But then they're giving NASCAR shit for the time. Like what? They, I mean. Come on now, if we really want the real like growth okay. and the fall everything to come like that, we gotta look at both of these guys and go, hey, whether perfect timing or whatever it is, we're changing the game. We're changing the way NASCAR is looked at from a minority perspective. Like, why can't yeah, both guys both, be praised for that? I don't understand. I'd not I'm not saying that both people can't. What I'm saying is it's all on perspective. That's the way it looks it looks the way i'm like it, that's the way it looks so i'm not saying they're not and they're doing anything wrong or anything like that so that's not the stance i'm taking i'm just understand their perspective mm-hmm. so it, like i said they, yes they can praise alvin Kamara because he had the ability to, to get in there at the time they're trying to do some fucking cover up or clean up shit you know what i'm saying yeah. like that's what that's what the perspective is. But like I said, I feel like that could have been their agenda the whole time to do that. You know what I'm saying? Due to no. going back to the George Floyd shit, which will make them fucking do the whole Confederate foot, uh, flag shit because that's what stemmed all the other states to fucking do the Confederate flag shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like all of that is just a trickle effect. Like it's going to spill over to different shit, but it's, at the same time, I feel like that could have been on their agenda or they could be just doing that shit. But they calling them out now to see if they going to do that. Because if they're if it was their intention to do it the whole time and they were being 100% genuine about it, it wouldn't be able to, it wouldn't be nothing to thwart off that shit. You so does that make it, so is it, does that make it really not, a, not okay to kind of be reactionary in the moment? Yeah, but if that's the reaction of the masses, then I understand their perspective. But if that's if that's what's the only thing being visible is the negative, and they getting a whole bunch of praise from a lot of different people of the minority population, then is you gonna have haters? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. everybody ain't gonna think everything you're doing is cool. Yeah, well, so that's what, what do you, what do you think? Like, Mad six. 
I mean, especially you being in an organization, the protests and stuff like that, you know, you and I, we, everything that we've seen and everything, when you see something like this, how, I mean, is it something, does it make you feel some type of way? Is it like, does it, does it need more? Is it, I mean, how, how do you look at something like this? I mean, like, my feeling is, like, you got to start somewhere. Like, you know, like, they've already banned the Confederate flag, so they started there. Now it is, like, you can't just, like, end on this, though. Like, there just has to be, like, complete change. Like, a lot of these plays, you know, not not really, like, change, like, your image or whatever, but you have to, like, you got to realize this is a diverse country. It ain't just, you know, it ain't just the whites just don't have the power no more. It ain't like that, like, you know. So, like, you know, everybody's rising up. So, it's like, you have to change. You, like, got to evolve with the country or you get left behind. You got to evolve with the times. Like, if you don't evolve, you just, like, you're going to get left behind because it's going to change. Change is coming, so. Again, it, it's got to start at some point. I just don't, I don't know. I just don't really like the argument of, like, oh, the timing is bad. It's like, Well, you know, you can really say timing on certain things, you know, is bad on other things that have happened in history. But in hindsight, you look at it going, well, you know, timing really couldn't have been any better because, you know, when when is a good time other than right now to do something good? Mm-hmm. The time is now. Like, you know, instead of waiting on it to just fucking – you call it timing, you call it whatever you want, but like to get mad at an organization who wants to bring diverse, diver, diversified change to their sport. I, I mean, I don't know. I to kind of, yeah, again, they've had a history, their history is their history, but they're trying to change it, they're trying to make it better. So, I don't know, just vilifying yeah. them in a way. And, you know, giving Kamara really, I mean, again, you give credit where credit is due. Kamara deserves all the credit in the world for what he's doing. You know, that, that's a huge step in the right direction on his part. I'm not taking anything away from him. What I'm saying is the people who are saying anything bad about NASCAR for doing, for doing this for whatever reason, like, oh, it's for political gain. Or it's just something to, for their bottom dollar. Well, yeah, everything is for their bottom dollar. It's a fucking business. They're going to do everything that they can to make more money. It, 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 we're in a capitalist country. They, that's how you, that's how it works. So whether their bottom dollar changes or not, that's irrelevant to the fact that they're actually trying to bring genuine diverse change. So why vilify a company for that? You know, so I don't know. Again, I go back to what I said before. NASCAR, I like what they're doing. You know, keep up. You know, keep up the fight, keep everything going, keep change. I mean, again, this this is only going to inspire more change. Because, I mean, shit, if NASCAR can do this, any organization or sporting organization or whatever can do it too. There's no excuse. I mean, if you look at it like baseball did it, like they finally accepted the National Negro League, you know, the Negro Baseball League. Like, that was you know, long over. You gotta, yeah, like you got to start somewhere, like, you know, there definitely could be more change, but, like, even with the whole, like, Juneteenth thing, like, people were, like, you know, there's, like, both sides of it, like, yeah, we got a holiday, and people was, like, you know, we want more than that, it's, like, well, you got to start somewhere, like, you can't expect, 
them to just give you everything all at one time. Like, I wish it was exactly. that way, but it's not going to be that way. You got to, you know, take, you know, baby steps. Like, we'll, we'll get, get there. Like, I've, I've, you know, we'll get there. Patience is a virtue, people. Patience yep. is a virtue. Just be patient. You keep up the fight and be patient. Good things will happen. Mm-hmm. Good things will happen. If you come over just rushing and over just it needs to happen. That you're always gonna stay mad because it's never gonna happen the way or right now the way you want it to. Yeah, that's just life. You gotta get through it one day at a time. Take it one step. Change one mind at a time. You know, every single day, and eventually, as time goes on, you're gonna see the change that you want to see. Yeah. So, on that note, everybody, <laughs> fucking nasty bastard. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. Damn. Over here on. Weirdly, weirdly enough, weirdly enough, I burped at the same damn time. So I saw I was looking like, like, what the fuck? Y'all heard me? I burped low. Like, my shit was low. I tried to mask it. I was listening around like, damn, we ended on that type of note, and then just, uh, like, you fucking, oh, come on, man. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, again, guys, thank you guys for hanging out with us on this episode of the All Pro Joppos on Sunday. Again, happy Father's Day to everybody. Matt Six, happy Father's Day, sir. Yeah, yeah. appreciate it. Happy appreciate Father's it. Day Love to me, you. Man. Oh, enjoyed your time with your family. Oh, yeah, I hope yeah. everybody, everybody out there enjoyed time with their family, all the fathers that are out there fucking kicking ass and doing it the right way. This one's out to you guys. And once again, happy Juneteenth, belated Juneteenth. To everybody else, it's a national holiday. Step in the right direction. Let's keep it going. And uh, once again, episode brought to you by Ray's Energy. Go get it now. The strawberry lemonade flavor is now out. It just came out this Friday. So go get you a case. They're going to run out soon, and then you're going to be put on a waiting list, you know, for the next time they, you know, recop in their warehouses. So get your cases now. Go to repsports.com, R-E-P-P sports.com. Get yourself your case. Use the promo code ALPHARAYS at checkout to get 15% off of your order. Go get it now. While supplies last, then you're going to have to be waiting. So go do it. Strawberry yeah, lemonade, new flavors. I might I might have to try this one. This one looks enticing to me. This yeah. one looks enticing. How is, how is the uh, drinks in general? Y'all both had it, right? I don't uh, do dude. energy drinks. Oh, uh, for me at least, because I try to, I'm trying to get away from like all that sugar. It, 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 a lot of energy drinks have a shit ton of sugar on top of the caffeine that they have. So this one, it's got what is it, 300 milligrams of caffeine, so it's about equivalent to two and a half cups of coffee, but it's got no sugar. And most people in a day probably drink about two to three cups of coffee depending on what they're doing in the day you know so one can okay. you know can pretty much get you through the day no crash or anything else like that that's the one thing i like about it though you know yeah. you, you've always had an energy drink and then after after a while you just start to feel hell lethargic mm-hmm. like, yeah. Just, yeah yeah it, i mean for me it doesn't happen that way for me with with rates and they keep coming out with more and more flavors. Like I said, this strawberry lemonade one, like, 
I'm pretty, I'm excited for them to one day come out. You ever had like the uh, cherry limeade flavors? Mm-hmm. From Sonic, like carbonate. Whether from Sonic or wherever, dude, like carbonated cherry limeade flavor. Oh, yeah. We might have to put that idea out to them and let them know. Hey, you know, let's go get this get this well, new shit. flavor out there soon. Well, then I'm gonna just go to uh, reppsports.com. And hit out phrase and the damn shit. Get my little percentage off. I'm gonna try this shit for the first time. Y'all can try this shit with me. I might oh, do that yeah. shit on air. So, oh well, I mean, eventually shit I'm gonna air. get. But uh, eventually I'm gonna get a mini yeah, fridge. So before we close, you know what I'm saying? For shit time. Uh, I didn't say it last week, but congratulations. Oh, <laughs> to who? That'd be dope. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, I want to say congratulations. You yeah, know, no, I want to say congratulations because my internet's choppy over here, and it told me that the signal was uh, unstable. So that's uh, why I waited. I gave it a pause. So, uh, yeah, I want to say congratulations to my teammate Warren, you know what I'm saying, uh, on his nuptials. My boy got married uh, what it was last week. I was out in the sack. It was last week, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was last week. Yep, last uh, Friday. Yeah. So congratulations to my boy Warren. Uh, and said, that's a weird-ass story. I'm going to say that shit on air, but I'm not going to say it today. So, yeah, congratulations to my boy. Sorry for another time. <laughs> another fucking day. We'll, we'll get the build-up with a nice cliffhanger going on. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. But yeah, Tune in next week. Boy. Tune in next week, everybody. Hopefully, Jen will be with us that day again soon. Hopefully, next week. We're hoping all of us will be together. I'm trying to figure out how the fuck to get a .com and get the merchandise store and everything like that going. So hopefully that's going to be coming soon as well. We've, I've seen a lot of things Squarespace. GoDaddy.com yeah, but Squarespace. I'm talking about like actually building the web, like yeah, getting the domain name, but like actually building the website. Like you can get this. I'm not really good Squares, with all that shit, so I got to figure that out. Squarespace builds the website. That's what I'm saying. They get you your domain name, and they build the shit. And GoDaddy, that's what you're doing the whole time, basically. Like, you can do mm-hmm. that shit step by step, and they'll walk you through it. You just got to pay for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They'll walk you through it step by step. It's a bunch of different avenues to do that shit, but those are the two I saw when I was doing the other shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We got to figure that out soon, because... It's not real without a dot com. We need a dot com. Yeah, for sure. Cause and we can <laughs> get a Shopify real quick to get some merch popping. So we can yep. have some and I need to send you this damn PNG because you send you got that picture in the corner when you do the mm-hmm. memes. Mm-hmm. I gotta send you the PNG. And put it in the group. For that one? For the podcast, man. The PNG, yeah. the little, you know, logo that's basically yeah, all yeah. cut out and shit. Yeah. So we can put that on the merchandise. Yeah. Well, the merch, yes, but I mean for your memes. I already have it on there. It's a, it's that, like a it, it saved like a watermark or something like that on on the app that I use. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like a full picture. You can put the PNG on there and it'll be all cut out. Okay. And I'll the watermark to, won't be seen. I'll I gotta to get. You. I gotta get more. Uh, team with doing the dot com shit. So yes, we'll get that figured out. But there's a lot coming for this podcast. You don't want to you don't want to be late to it. 
for myself, JP, for the best DJ in the whole fucking world, DJ Mad Six, for the 610 Beast for the Southeast, Mr. Country K. If you don't know, you fucking will. Yeah, no. Deuces, y'all. See y'all later. Aloha.